Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Okay, hi, everyone. Today we're here with solar energy expert, Jamie Duran from Solar Harmonics. Jamie, how are you doing today? I am doing great. It is bright and sunshiny day here in Northern California, and it is a perfect day for solar. I want to start off by talking about leasing. So leasing, when I want to go and get a solar system for my house, it can be really confusing. When I'm talking to different solar companies, they're talking to me about leasing, power purchase agreements, getting a loan. Can you give me some information, shed some light on this really, really difficult topic for me? Absolutely. And this is uh, one of the biggest uh, issues in the solar industry is really solar makes sense nearly for every home because you're taking an an expense that's never going to go down and you're replacing it with an asset. And that asset, once it's paid for, doesn't stop producing energy. And so eventually there's a payoff. With a solar lease, what happens is the homeowner never actually owns the equipment. So instead of the solar energy system paying for itself, what happens is you're really just trading one payment to the utility company for another payment for the uh, the solar leasing company. So there's a whole lot of downside, and I would encourage every listener before going uh, with a solar lease to just Google it. Google solar leasing and just see all of the horror stories, unfortunately, that are out there. Because solar is a great idea, but how you pay for it can be uh, the, the critical part of the system. So with a solar lease, what happens is it's no money down. It's no money out of the pocket of the homeowner. But in, really, in reality, it's actually 30% down. And I'll explain that because solar, by definition, comes with a 30% federal tax credit. So let's just say the system is $30,000. 30% of that $30,000 system is $9,000. So by forfeiting that solar lease or you know, forfeiting that tax credit for a solar lease or a power purchase agreement, the homeowner is actually putting $9,000 down on that system. Also, there's all kinds of solar leases where the payment can go up every year or it can stay flat and it takes a higher amount. But really just calculate the number of lease payments times 12 months times 20 years, which is the typical. And then that's really the, the real cost of that system. Also with a lease, they put a lien against the house. So even though there's no asset, you don't own the panels, you have this responsibility. And that lien does not go away when you sell the house uh, or if you move or anything like that. So that lien stays with the house and it must be satisfied when you sell the house, either by the, the new buyer, they have to take on the, the lease, which is not very popular, or the seller has to buy out the lease. And it's not the cost of the system, it's the remaining lease payments. So if you kind of take an example from the car industry, the lease payments just 
it's for that entire term of the lease. So it can be 15 or 20 years of lease payments that the seller has to come out of pocket, which can really damage the uh, potential of the home sale. And many, many home sales have fallen through because of solar leases that are on there. So those are just two of the reasons, but I really encourage uh, the customers to Google solar leasing and hear from real estate agents, mortgage agents, title insurance, uh, and so forth. So I can give you a few more examples if you're interested. Well, what about power purchase agreements? I've heard that they're incredibly inexpensive, and I don't know. They sound too good to be true to me. So a power purchase agreement, what that means is, let's just say you're in the PG&E, Pacific Gas and Electric Territory in California. And if you just take your electricity bill and divide it by the kilowatt hours that are on the bill, and you can find that on page three of your PG&E bill in the electric detail. And let's just say it comes out to 21 cents per kilowatt hour. And that's what you're paying to PG&E today for the power that you're using. Now, with a power purchase agreement, what they say is, you can go with zero money down, but we've already talked about that <laughs> with the tax credit. You can actually pay, say, 19 or 18 cents per kilowatt hour going forward. So it sounds like a great idea. You're, it's not costing you anything. You're doing something for the environment. And this is a, uh, a, a payment that will go up every year. Uh, generally, they go up 2.9 cents per kilowatt hour every year. And so the idea is, well, PG&E is going up. Uh, you know, six to eight percent every year, and if the solar only goes up three percent a year, you're you're ahead for this entire 20 years. What they don't tell you is what I mentioned earlier: is that solar is an asset that pays for itself very quickly. In general, a solar residential system will pay for itself in five to seven years, meaning the break-even with the tax credit and the energy savings break-even at about seven years. And so, why would you want to pay for something for 20 years? that pays for itself in seven years. There's plenty of uh, available ownership models where you can get a loan from a bank, a home equity loan, where the interest is deductible with no prepayment penalty and no fees that you can pay off that loan very quickly. And that's what we encourage all of our customers to do. Or there are unsecured options, uh, meaning that there's no lien against the house. And then there are uh, property assessed clean energy PACE systems for people who don't have enough equity or might have uh, trouble in their credit. And so every one of those is a better option than a solar lease. So at Solar Harmonics, what do you guys generally recommend people do? We absolutely recommend them to do some, some due diligence before uh, choosing a solar panel system. You want to check the uh, reputation of the company, make sure that they uh, have a solid track record and great customer reviews. And then the next part is, do they even offer a solar lease? Because everyone in the solar business knows that a solar lease is probably not the best thing for their customers. Uh, solar harmonics, I've, I've only heard of a few other ones, but we're the, one of the only ones that doesn't even offer a solar lease to our customers. And the reason is, is that we just don't feel that it's a good ethical uh, decision for our customers. So other companies, they just say, hey, that's what works, and we need to sell, the, we need to sell solar to stay in business. And at least still two out of three systems that are sold are sold with a solar lease or a power purchase agreement. And we just disagree with that philosophy. Wow. How is that possible? That's just crazy that so many leases are still being sold. It is crazy. Um, and it's really, uh, you know, in the Internet age when people can just check uh, the reviews or what a solar lease 
you know, there's so many horror stories. Uh, one example of, you know, an older lady who signed the solar lease, uh, then she needed to do a, a reverse mortgage on her house and the solar lease company blocked it. Another one is, uh, so she was basically stuck without any way to live <laughs> or ironically to pay her solar lease without tapping into the equity of her home. And uh, she was not able to do so. Uh, then another one is uh, people had to do a short sale because, you know, their, their bank was the interest was too high and the solar lease company blocked that as well. So you can find tons and tons of examples. Really just check with any real estate agent that you know, any broker, any anyone, and they will tell you that a solar lease can really damage uh, the potential of selling your home in the future. Wow. That's just that's great. Thank you for the straight talk about that. Any final thoughts? Well, again, just Google solar leases, and uh, you'll see that uh, there's lots and lots of uh, trouble with solar lease. Definitely own your solar. Just like you own your house, own the asset that's on your roof. That way you keep all the benefits, and solar will pay for itself in five to seven years. Uh, once it is paid off, it does not stop producing. And so, you know, one of our favorite things is when we have a young couple that just had a brand-new baby. If they were to take the savings from what they're paying now with PG&E uh, compared to what they would pay on a loan, just that difference, if they put that into a savings account, by the time the child is 18 years old, they will have saved over $100,000. So in essence, they could pay for their kid's college without having to impact their budget at all. So solar definitely makes sense. How you pay for it makes all the difference. Wow, thank you very much. All right, Jamie, talk to you soon. All right, thank you. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.